Yes, and when I create those films, the holiday spirit is truly with me. I have found the best way to write a Christmas movie is to find your true inspiration. So, where does your inspiration come from? Well, I have two children, uh, one in second grade, the other in fourth. Uh, They are the biggest influences on how I see the world and what it means to love the holidays. Mr. Bonjour, it's been an honor to be the first person to interview the director and writer of the best holiday movies of this generation. Sean Bonjour movies can be found on all streaming services. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, and I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Thank you, Maria. Sean Bonjour hung up the Skype call and walked downstairs. In the kitchen, he prepared himself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He opened up the refrigerator and picked up a carton of milk. Only a drop of milk was left. Damn. Hmm. He turned to the cabinet and reached for a tall cylinder in the back. He scooped out three spoonfuls of orange powder into a glass and mixed it in lukewarm water from the faucet. A grandfathered clock chimed midnight. I guess it's another Tang and PB&J Christmas Eve, huh, Spot? What do you think of that interview, Spot? Oh, come on. Don't get jealous now, Spot. You know I don't have kids. That's just to throw them off my trail. He took a big gulp from the glass and finished off the tang. Well, time to get back to it. Sean Bonjour put on his jacket and grabbed a black duffel bag off the table. Dressed all in black, he walked through the fresh snow that blanketed the sidewalk. The city was covered in Christmas lights. Every shop and window a holiday decoration displayed proudly. Swiftly, Bonjour made his way through downtown and into an alleyway. He surveyed the streets and then dropped his bag. Bonjour pulled out a silver grappling gun. He aimed at the highest point of the building and shot. He tested the rope and then proceeded to scale the building. This should do. Bonjour placed a small device above an empty conference room on the top floor of the high rise. What? What do you mean they're on their way? A special emergency meeting on Christmas Eve. He's sick. The chime from the elevator door down the hall sounded. The muffled sound of a group of men angrily discussing something coming from the closed doors of the elevator. Shit, they're here, Spot. I gotta go. The angry businessmen stormed out of the elevator and into the conference room. Sit down, all of you. The boss pulled up a slideshow and began clicking through a slew of Christmas movie posters. A final Christmas tree. The littlest elf. A lonely snowman. Pusher tree. All directed and written by Sean Bonjour. We get our asses handed to us every Christmas, and it's all because of him. But with that little interview, he just gave us a great lead. We know he's got kids. He's slipped up this time. The businessman sat angrily in their seats. An intern handed out packets with the Sean Bonjour interview debrief labeled on the cover page. We need to find him and we need to capture him. Do you think Hallmark is gonna last even another year trying to compete with Sean Bonjour movies? You're all sorely mistaken. The intern looked at the last packet, Sean Bonjour, written in big capital letters. 
He frowned and pulled out a pen. Give me the packet, kid. The intern ignored him and started writing out letters. J. A. S. I want every single one of you looking for this guy. The debrief has a list of elementary schools that his kids could attend. From other bits of information we've pulled from the interview, we conclude that he also drives a red Corvette. The intern crossed out a letter in Bonjour's name and wrote it down. I want half of you running plates and registrations on red Corvettes and the other half coming through school directories. We're finding him tonight. Now get out there and bring me Sean Bonjour. The intern dropped his pen, a look of terror on his face. Kid, I told you to give me that packet. What are you waiting for? The businessman yanked the packet out of the kid's hand and laid it on his desk. Uh, boss. What? The businessman, hands shaking, handed the boss the intern's marked up paper. Each letter of Sean Bonjour's name, one by one, crossed out. A new name written below it. Oh. My. God. It's Jason Bourne. Damn. I really didn't want to do this on Christmas Eve. Jason Bourne turned off the radio and flipped a switch on the side of his handheld device. A single button on the small device illuminated. Jingle all the way to hell. Instantly, the Hallmark top floor exploded. Windows shattered, glass fell to the street, and a fireball could be seen from Jason Bourne's balcony where he stood. He pocketed the device and went back inside to the kitchen. Opening the fridge, he reached for the eggnog carton and shook it. Nothing. Damn, this is empty too. He poured more tang into the glass and mixed in the water. Orange drink in hand, he walked over to his recliner and sat down. Orange flames danced in the fireplace next to his chair. He pulled on a lever. A footrest sprung from the bottom of the chair. Jason Bourne picked up a TV remote. What's it going to be tonight, Spot? The Muppets Christmas Carol. Great choice. Lights, cameras, blokes. It's getting very festive. It feels like the war on Christmas starts earlier <laughs> every year. You know, it comes a little earlier. Yes, I yeah. Because I love, <laughs> I love the war on Christmas. You can't, you can't take that away from me. I love, I love the fear that there's not enough Christmas when you cannot. I don't know what it's like in America, Sean, but I'm in London. You can't walk. 20 seconds without seeing like Christmas written up on like big flashing lights but then some someone serves you a coffee and says happy holidays and suddenly like you know this is moral outrage this is disgusting how could they do this to Christmas <laughs> I'm I'm working hard to not make this political <laughs> but I I just love the war on Christmas Sean how do you feel about Christmas and the war on it and what side do you fall? Uh, war on war on Christmas. I'm all for it. Uh, we need to keep happy holidays and uh, 
and and Merry Christmas out of out of the vernacular. Yep. Yep, yep. I think we just need to say um, like Happy Tuesday. You know what? I'm actually this is what I'm I'm falling on the side of ignore everything. <laughs> ignore that it is winter. Dress for summer. Yeah. Put your jorts on and Dre- your Hawaiian shirt. Put your jorts on exactly. <laughs> uh, because it's not even winter. It's not even a. Ho- I don't even like happy holidays. You're right. We need to. T- we need to become radicals in the war on Christmas. Yeah, we need to be agnostic. We, athe- we well, yeah. It is wanna- December twenty fourth. <laughs> it is December twenty fifth. Exactly. You know, it's a good time to get ahead of your taxes. Like, and get you know, yeah. get out there. Start burn, now. Burn down a couple of trees. Burn a couple of. <laughs> we'll definitely have to censor that one. <laughs> we will. Yep. <clears throat> Uh, also, just quickly, I want to because we'll do this. You know, we we'll, we're going censor heavy uh, in the last few episodes, and I want to just get ahead of this running gag because I I don't want to explain the joke too much. But what I want to be explicit about is that we are not censoring me saying horrific slurs. Okay, I am not being outrageously <laughs> offensive, and we have to cut it from the episode. We're merely just being a little more cautious due to uh, about saying anything that could be conceived as you know, you can write to us about that if you disagree with that. That's uh, lights. Uh, dot ca- what is it? Lights. Dot ca- what is it? gmail.com. You know what's great about this, Ned? This yep. whole explanation? It's all going to be censored. And I hate. Just no. not going to know anything. <laughs> this, you've got you've to let me at least confirm I'm not just saying awful things. I mean, the thing was pretty awful. But like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, in the all in all, I whatever you think I'm saying, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's not. It's it's very vanilla. So that's all you're missing out on. But it's made funnier by the bleeps, you know. Anyway, um, enough of pandering to these fucking, you know. <laughs> Sean, I, does that get censored? I think we're safe there. But um, it does. It does. <laughs> we can't say <laughs> anymore. Fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're taking away everything from me. Um, <laughs> anyway, it, it's beginning to look a lot like the War on Christmas. So we're talking about my favorite Christmas film. We're talking about the Muppets Christmas Carol. Just briefly. This is just a quick little rant i guess right is that what we're calling it yes yeah 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 um here's 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 the reason since the beginning of time mm -hmm. and the beginning of time is when i met ned uh when i met ned he's been on about the muppets christmas sorry what's the actual name of the the thing it's the muppets christmas Christmas carol Carol, right Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 the 1992 incredible movie and he he's he's talked and preached about it's superiority to all other christmas movies and you know what i haven't seen it in probably 10 years Mm -hmm. but i'm willing to take his word for it i think you need to make your case for it here today to everybody because i went back and i watched a couple little clips just in preparation for this and i gotta say rizzo the rat he's he's the best and uh yeah yeah. i think i think you have a good a good case to make for this being the best Christmas movie, maybe one of the best movies of all time. So, Ned, uh, with that, I'm gonna, you know, I I need to put this on real quick to get ready. Um, 
Yeah. This is a. Uh, wow, you just put on this. I found this. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Has nothing put, to do with this. Just put on I, just, a nice hat. I just needed you to break. <laughs> okay. Uh, you see this shit? Look at this. I found this yesterday. Big. D- oh, shit. Oh, shit. I didn't see that. Fuck. Sean, we need a picture on the on the gram, okay? That's uh, at lights.cameras.blokes. We need to see this hat, okay? Because uh, it, you're, you're pioneering shit out here. Here, I'll, let me take a selfie. Dude, you've got like this broccoli sort of look going on with the hair and the cat and the... You know, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it because, yeah, yeah get, it. get on our Instagram. Check that out. What's What's our Instagram? Uh, the Instagram is at lights.cameras.blokes, okay? And Boom. just a little quick shout-out. That's at SD Culligan if you want to see some of these slappy curbs that he's uh, he's hawking Let's over go. in NC, okay? Because uh, he's pioneering a whole movement out here. He's, I mean, it's, it's fashion, culture. Like, with Sean, you get it all. With me, I'm just I'm just the looks of this operation. Uh, but, uh, which is a shame that we decided to make it a podcast. But, uh... Yes, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Sean, you've 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 uh, built me up here, okay? You've uh, you've thrown a lot at me. I'm I'm going to I'm going to pick through it. Uh this may become more of a general Muppets rant than it is going to be a Muppets Christmas Carol rant. I have a lot of uh affinity for the Muppets. I just like I like puppets and I like Kermit the Frog, <laughs> and uh, and it, that all comes together uh, when you get the Muppets. I got to say, there was a there was a real uh, golden age of Muppets movies. I was not in the UK. I don't know how big the Muppets show was the uh, the origin of the Muppets, but um, but I don't remember really seeing any of it. We had like Sesame Street uh, when we were little babes, but. Uh, as for the Muppets, I think it was all it was all the movies, you know. It was the the Great Muppets Caper. It was the Muppets Treasure Island, which actually the Muppets Treasure Island may hold up as maybe my my favorite of the. It's 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 up there with Muppets Christmas Carol. Muppets Christmas Carol may just take the edge, but Muppets Treasure Island, ooh, they're right there, they're neck and neck. But I think like, is it my favorite Christmas movie? It's hard to say. I, I, there are a few Christmas movies I really enjoy. I love Gremlins. I love Gr- Gremlins 2, which may be the least Christmassy Gremlins film, but I just love watching those Gremlins in the sequel to Gremlins uh, in Gremlins 2. <laughs> um, but uh, The Muppets Christmas Carol, I think, whether it's my favorite Christmas movie, I may, I may you know, my feelings shift in that space. I love Home Alone. I love Home Alone 2. You know who's in Home Alone 2? Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> but um, I will say The Muppets Christmas Carol, whether it's my favorite Christmas movie or not, I believe is the perfect Christmas movie. I think it's so festive. I think it's so Christmassy. It's so condensed, the feeling and atmosphere of, like, Christmas and winter and Yuletide. And I think it is the peak adaptation of Charles Dickens's A Christmas Carol. Uh, which obviously predates the Muppets, but I think is perfected when channeled through the Muppets formula, okay? Uh, 
these, these are kind of more general. Like, this is what my rant is, really, which is like through the vehicle of the Muppets, the classic Christmas story, The Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, was perfected. I don't think it had been done better before. I don't think it'll ever be done better than this. I think what really sells it is obviously you've got a great cast of, of Muppets. Uh, you've got all your favorites. You've got Rizzo the Rat. You've got the Marley Brothers, uh, who are played by those two crutchety old men. You've got Miss P- I mean, it's the classic. You know, we know who the Muppets are. I'm not going to list them out for you. It's them paired with, I think, a incredible performance from Sir Michael Caine, who just sells this whole thing by taking it 100% seriously. Michael Caine is an actor's actor, okay? He's, he's true, tried and tested. He's, he's a full actor's actor. You, he's punching in great performances throughout his career. Uh, seen a little film called The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> he's, he's been in other things, of course. <laughs> but... Um, but I think he sells this whole film because he takes this shit 100% seriously. He's not in some silly kids film. He is giving an excellent performance, surrounded by Muppets, treating these Muppets as the characters they are portraying. It works perfectly. That's, so, that's something I remember from from watching it when I was younger. Is mm-hmm. like you have these little bits that are... The, the Muppets doing, doing you know, Rizzo getting knocked off a lamppost after his tail, like, is on fire. Yeah. And you have a nice little laugh. But then I remember Michael Caine being just, like, super stern and scary. And it's, like, it's not funny anymore. And that kind of scared me as a little child. But now watching it, I'm like, oh, this is this is insane. Like, the, the duality of this movie as well. Which oh, is yeah. is because it it's, treads it's, it's such a, little... a line between like it's a family film, but it's also a pretty intense like drama. Like Scrooge's whole journey is very it's scary and gothic and full of drama and character moments, and none of that is lost. Processing it through the Muppets filter, Sean. I'm of the belief that like this and the Muppets Treasure Island. Here, look, Disney own the Muppets now. Okay, this is my plea. If, if anyone tangentially related to Disney ever hears this clip, just this is my this is what I beg for, which is the that's what the Muppets need to be again. All right. The Muppets need to take classic stories and run them through the filter of the Muppets. And, and you know, you just have Kermit the Frog popping up in you know G- um, give me a give me a, a title you want to see remade through the muppets lens okay uh girl with the dragon tattoo <laughs> <laughs> no oh i've just lost disney by the way <laughs> they they were like all right we'll hear him out <laughs> absolutely not this <laughs> this guy's taking the piss no uh like i mean look muppets lord of the rings okay hear that yes i'll watch that Disney owns Star Wars. Give me Muppet Star Wars, okay? Like, oh my god, that's oh, it's perfect, okay? You've got. Mm -hmm. I think all you need is like you need one core human character giving an excellent performance, and then just everyone else is Muppets, and then you can play with that formula. 
but I think like the perfection of these Muppets movies is like you've got great human performances and great Muppet performances and like it all just works very excellently uh, recently there was a Muppets Haunted Mansion Halloween special which I haven't seen yet I've seen bits I think so I've seen some of the newer Disney Muppet stuff and none of it has, has grabbed me look sure we can say that the issue here is I'm a lot older and this stuff excuse you know for a kind of more contemporary younger generation but I think like what works so well with the Muppets Christmas Carol still works today like I think if you're sharp enough with your writing and your casting, like, you could bring me back in. I'm begging you, Disney, bring me back in with some very classic, sharp Muppets slash existing property. Like, it could work again. And this is not to say maybe, you know, maybe the Haunted Mansion uh, special really does work. I, I just haven't seen it yet. Uh, but I watched the newer iteration of, I think it's called, like, Muppets Now or something. And um, mm. and a lot of it was, like, charming, and it's nice to see all the Muppets you enjoy back again. But it was very, it was skewed for, like, the these damn TikTok kids. Uh, look, I'm just going to start sounding very old, right? <laughs> but, uh, but I think seeing Kermit, like, play with an iPhone, like just does not interest me at all. And I, I think, like, I think, like, my impulse to see, like, newer Muppets done in a way that speaks to me is more my need to see, like, children's television that I think, when I was growing up, which was, you know, 90s, early 2000s, let's take the nostalgia goggles off. Like, it was a big marketing shitstorm of, like, trying to sell kids toys. Like, there was no real purity to children's TV. The same exists, existed in, like, the era, like, the best of the Muppets movies were coming out. Like, you've got, like, the 80s, which is, you know, 80s and 90s were very... You had some great kids' properties, but, like, you also had a ton of shit trying to sell plastic to children you know so i'm not i'm not here saying like shit right now is a lot worse than shit was back then but i think specifically with the muppets like there was a real inclination to appeal to a kid's sense of like imagination and like a real love of kind of characters like i think kermit is the ultimate like he exists both on and off the screen like you know i remember like reading an article 20 years back about like kermit split with miss piggy <laughs> like <laughs> you know because these characters exist beyond you know some guy with a hand up a frog's uh behind <laughs> um it's the perfect introduction to like come and suspend your disbelief and, like, this is not just, like, felt and a performer. It's a real character and a real, like... The great thing about, like, the classic The Muppets movie is, like, it was such a little meta slice of, you know, Kermit's not just a character and a puppet, uh, but he's also, like, he's an actor, you know? Like, like the yeah. Kermit you see is, like, the Kermit that is existing, like, at the crafts table between scenes. Anyway, 
this all comes back to the Muppets Christmas Carol being like perfectly cast and perfectly performed because like I think Michael Caine just continues to sell that more. I think it's such a Christmassy film. Um, I will say like on revisiting it, there's something in like the pacing that obviously appealed to me a lot more as a kid and I grabs me a little less now, but it, not in so much like a sad sort of way, but it's just like the truth of I think getting older and, and enjoying different things and but I stand by Muppet's Christmas Carol the perfect Christmas movie I, I uh, the Muppets like are such a they're such icons bring them back fully have them you know fuck around with Ernest, uh, Ernest, Ernest. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say get them, get you know Muppets fear and loathing in Las Vegas <laughs> come on give me give me something <laughs> uh, okay so so one thing I I noticed and I think this would be for anybody who is in the in my boat yeah I remember watching the Muppets years ago on like VHS and mm-hmm. this is the technical aspect of of like being in in 2021 now yeah I watched clips of it like Blu-ray quality. Yeah, it's actually like a really good-looking film too. Oh yeah, yeah. So no, it, like technically, it, it, it's fan- yeah, it's like, spot on. Everyone fucking showed up for for a lot of those like early Muppets movies. Like even the not so great ones, like have a real like technical care to them because it's not kids' films. It's films that are accessible to kids. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's not talking down to the medium of being for a younger audience it's like you can watch that and then you can watch it 20 years later as i've done you can appreciate a whole different element of like the craft of that kind of film love it i love it i've now i feel i've successfully ranted (laughs) about uh, i think you i think you've done your job Mm. um and i I think what we need to do here is give a because we didn't do it at the top but we need to give a, a Christmassy recommendation, a holiday recommendation. Recommendations, 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 recommendations. Yep. And I, I'll, I'll start. Please. Um, MF Doom and Cook and Soul, the Doom oh, Xmas dude. full tape. Get out of my yeah. head. That was going to be mine. <laughs> we, uh, Got it. There we go. That's our recommendation. Today. That's our recommendation. That, uh, go that give that a Soul listen. MF Doom album. That'll get you in the mood. For Christmas, absolutely. You know, nothing says Christmas like doom. But unfortunately, don't go out enjoying Christmas too much because there's a war on, okay? There are several wars on due to the, you know, political hostility of the West. But I'm talking more the war on Christmas. So remember to, you know, take your copy of The Muppets Christmas Carol and uh, burn it along with tinsel, baubles, miscellaneous items that could be associated with Christmas. And, uh, and you know, next time you see someone with a Christmas jumper, feel free to uh, just give them uh, the bird, you know, just get it, flip them off. Uh, Sean, what are your thoughts on this? I fully agree. Excellent, excellent. Don't know if we can keep any of that. Okay. <laughs> Happy holidays, I guess. <laughs> uh, no, just enjoy December, I suppose. You know, enjoy. Oh yeah, we need be we need be agnostic about this. Have a yeah. good week. Have a good week, especially you, Michael Caine. I hope you're having a lovely week, uh, Kermit. You're looking great for your age. You know, I hope Miss Piggy's well. 
can we get Kermit on the podcast? Do you think we could? You know what? I'll uh, reach out to his people. I know some people who know some people. So, I'd love to get Kermit on the podcast. That would honestly be a dream come true. We could watch uh, The Muppets um, Treasure Island. That's such a great one. Everyone watch The Muppets Treasure Island. Everyone watch Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, and then everyone watch uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And uh, just imagine uh, uh, just imagine Muppets popping up in several uh, deeply inappropriate scenes. Um. 